This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shenton. All right, everybody, it is time for another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shinton, and we got an exciting show for you today. We're excited to get a new concept restaurateur into the podcast studio, Garcon from Son of a Toast, a new uh, uh, tartine kind of style concept uh, coming to North Park. Uh, excited to have him into the studio today. we got a farmer's market. We're going to start talking about uh, some different microclimates and things like that because, uh, you know, it's, it's so weird. We've been in such a crazy weather pattern here in Southern California with cold and rain and different things like that. And it's having its effect all over the place. Just when I feel like I got my hands wrapped around what's in the farmer's market, I start seeing new and different things. So here to tell us all about that is Joe Herman and catch us up with what is going on in the farmer's market today. Joe, how you doing? Good, Nick. How about yourself? Great. So like I was saying, you know, Still in the middle of citrus season here, but I'm seeing different things in there and stuff I wouldn't expect because of the weather we have. But what are we what are we seeing new this week? New this week, we're see, we're seeing uh, tomatoes, the gap ending in tomatoes, and tomatoes starting to reappear. That's crazy. And so it, w- you know, I would think that we were waiting on heat for tomatoes. Um, but where are these tomatoes coming from? These are coming uh, from Wong Farms. They're out by the Salton Sea. Okay, so they're mm-hmm. out in the desert a little right. bit, just south of the Coachella Valley. Yeah, so maybe this rain is helping that, like, right. I don't know, to start seeing these tomatoes earlier. The rain's helping. This is when they come in. Um, they they aren't seeing the heat they need mm-hmm. during the day with the cool nights to really get the sugars up in the tomatoes, but they're here. That rain's definitely going to help with throughout the season with that. We're also starting to see some tomatoes from Tamai Family Farms, and they're in a different climate, which is right on the coast in Oxnard. Wow. So we have two different climates producing tomatoes. And usually, I don't know what it is about um, Tamai, but the rest of the farms around that area come out with tomatoes a lot later. Really? Yeah. How interesting. Cool. Well, what else are we seeing in the market right now? Well, we're still seeing all the, uh, the winter greens, mm-hmm. the chicories. Citrus is still going strong. We touched on some bitter greens last week, right? Correct. And so what else, uh, you know, any new bitter greens or still kind of the same stuff? The frills, the, what do we have, some puntarella in there? Right. We have puntarella. We have, you know, we have uh, Castle Franco, Radicchio, Treviso. We have the frills, mustard. It's just good weather for all that. The rain's certainly helping. Mm -hmm. It's also hard to pick when it rains. We're having that problem. But other than that, everything's pretty smooth. Cool. As far as that. But yeah, excited to see how the tomatoes develop and, and compare both climates. Yeah, so that's something that's you know really unique about Southern California. I, you know, both Joe and I come from the East Coast where tomatoes are, especially heirloom tomatoes, are a thing for like um, two months, if right. that, in the summertime. And here, it's kind of the opposite. We get about a month, a month and a half gap uh, right in that December to kind of January, and now we're coming out of that gap and starting to see this year's new crop. Right. Super, super exciting. Uh, so definitely, chefs, be a look, on the lookout for that and at your at your restaurants getting ready for these caprese salads and kind of your first tastes of summer and spring super exciting well we also have brandy reynolds on the podcast today brandy has been out on the truck selling this farm fresh produce directly to the chefs and i know you went up uh the up the hill into kind of uh 
the what Mission, part of Hills. Mission, Mission Hills. Hills. There we go. <laughs> That's the hill I was looking for. Uh, and what'd you find up there, Brandy? Uh, so speaking of new stuff, we got a new restaurant we're going to that just opened called Fort Oak. Fort Oak. It's a part of the Trust re- Restaurant Group. So the same guys that do Hundred Proof Trust. And that's Chef Brad Wise, right? Yes, and no, he's, he's working with Chef Mark, for, formerly of the Cucina Group. All right. Yeah. Chef Mark and Chef Brad, what a what a dynamic duo. Yeah, they're doing great great things over there. We had a really good dinner there on Valentine's Day. Oh, the big V Day. Yes, it was very nice. Killer. So, what? Tell me a little bit about what you had. Did you see any of this farm fresh produce on that uh, on that on that menu? Definitely. They're using a ton of citrus on their menu, and they're even open for brunch right now. Mm-hmm. So they're masochists. They're doing double service <laughs> I heard and an opening <laughs> but yeah they're killing it and uh they love the polito tangerine the perfect tangerine mm-hmm. all the chefs are loving that one right now they also got the cara car from ken's top notch mm-hmm. and even picked up some valentine pomelos that came in last week oh the valentine we talked about those the pink pomelos yeah the triple cross variety Super cool. cool. Awesome. And so you got to sit down and, and eat there. And is it, what's the concept like? Is it, was it kind of like small plates or? Definitely small plate concepts and kind of just seemed like, um, focused a lot on like sustainability. Like we had an Opa Belly on the, on the menu that was from Baja. Mm-hmm. It was really, really cool. Um, the goat milk cavatelli that they did with some baby broccoli, which is super nice from, um, some coastal, I think, some baby broccoli. And was that the one with the right truffles now. on it? I saw you had yes. one picture. So that's the giant black truffle shaved all over it. Ooh, delicious. Yeah, it was super good. Awesome. And so you, I kind of heard you talking about it, but you know, and I think this is important for our diners. Uh, is you got to do, experience five different plates and paired with you know uh, we got two glasses of wine, right? So five small plates and two glasses of wine. And you got under the, out of there for under a hundred bucks, right? It's an awesome d- dinner. Super yeah, that, great experience. That's one of my absolute favorite ways to dine is getting these plates where you can share and taste multiple different flavors. Right. You know, because my biggest problem when I go to a restaurant is really picking the one thing that I want to see and I want to try. And I often end up over ordering just because I want to see a couple different things. Right. But I love concepts like, you know, trusts and Fort Oak and what Chef Brad's doing it with these shareable small plates where you can get a bunch of them and not break the bank can still try all these different flavors that he's got going on. Right. And the two of them working together bring like a totally di- different dynamic to the menu than at Trust. So it's really cool to see that. Awesome. Well, guys, if you haven't been out to Trust, definitely do so. And then their newest concept, Fort Oak. Got to go check out Fort Oak up in Mission Hills. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Farmer's Market Report today. Uh, stay tuned for Garcon coming up with Son of a Toast. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's that time. It's time for the main ingredient, and we are so lucky to have a gentleman in the studio today by the name of Gaston Corba. Corbala. Corbala. There we go. Gaston Corbala. And uh, such an interesting individual, and I've had the pleasure of just meeting him just now and talking to him for a couple minutes, and he's going to tell us all about his brand new concept up in North Park, North Park called Son of a Toast. Uh, So let's start with, uh, by welcoming you. Thanks, Gaston, for coming in today. No, thank you for having me today, man. I appreciate it, honestly. So I I know you're somewhat of an accomplished restaurateur, but this is a new concept for you. So what led you to opening Son of a Toast? Well, I felt the need for a place that just specialized in toast. And I saw a niche that uh, just started getting big. And with the experience that I had with sandwiches for so many years, I feared, like, why not take, you know, a, a slice of bread off of this sandwich and then start working 
of that with with all the experience that I have with uh, the ingredients till now. Because mm-hmm. since I started coming to Specialty Produce, I honestly found out. I actually was talking to Matthew last week, and I was telling him, like, dude, who's the owner? And he's like, oh, he's actually over there. I'm like, I, I praise the owner of Specialty Produce because, honestly, it's I know the job that it is to go and look for these products and amazing ingredients all over the place. And I really appreciate that. And and he started, you know, giving me some of those. And it just opened my mind uh, to what I could do and create on top of this toast. Sure. So. And, and that's awesome when ingredients tell you what to do. When the ingredients inspire you to use them right. and get them on the plate and serve them, that's a really cool thing. So yeah. you're walking in here, you're getting inspired, and you're coming up with these great new, like, kind of... Now, it, it, the approach is kind of open-faced sandwiches, kind of like an avocado toast, but you're doing some twists on that, or that's, like a, a French tartine almost. That's, yeah, kind of, but it's like, it's it's a misconception. Like, everyone, when you, that, and I've been getting that a lot in the street, you know, talking to... Uh, old customers from from uh, my old business and and they seem to be asking me like oh avocado and avocado and it's always like avocado mm-hmm. and I'm like because that's the first thing that comes to your head sure I'm like no you know it's like um, like I told us hey hey us great friend from uh, Coelho Bar that we were we were having our test at his restaurant love the guy and I told him look try this and I gave him uh, peanut butter with uh, banana and Thai basil. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is changing the perception of that toast and giving it a twist, not with a yolis and not with uh, and not with the protein, but with the greens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm using greens that haven't been used, like you know, arugula silveta on a toast and this Thai basil and all of these things that that nature just you know creates and gives sit that fragrance and burst in your mouth and yeah. it's just going to make the change yeah. yeah so we were trying that and we we're like dude this is like most like mostly like a thai thing going on with this toast i'm like that's what i'm going for i'm going with not uh your average toast that that you get everywhere that you get everywhere else that you get you know to try and you know i'm I'm just I'm just going out, all out there, man, in the decor and 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 all of that. So now now, do, are you? What tell me about the menu? Is it going to be kind of that you have your different toasts on there, and you yeah. had some sweet toast, you have some savory toast. Right. Now is that going to be something where that is that going to rotate, or is it kind of a set menu that you're going to roll with for a little bit, or how how is it, how's that going to change, or is it going to change, or are, are you develop? Are you really happy with where it is right now? Well, I mean, menus always change, mm-hmm. and. Since I, since I've started in the food industry in the U.S. back in 2011 with the food truck, I changed that menu so many times, you know. And mm-hmm. it's it's part it's part of it, man. And it's it's part of it's it's part of what your customers are asking for. And then you start seeing the sales trends: what sells more, what sells less. But for now, I like to do menus mm-hmm. based on every need from every customer. I try to go into every niche with my flavors. So I cater to every single one of my customers. And that's what I did with Greater Grilled Cheese when I designed my menus. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of like what I'm doing, you know, based on that and also my specials and, you know, and kind of like new things. Like I, I want to do on Wednesdays, I want to do the Panini Wednesdays where where um, I already made like a, a Cubano turkey. I call it the California Cubano Panini where it's made with turkey. So a little bit healthier mm-hmm. on the healthier side. And then I have the... Uh, 
the Aban Mi Panini, which is uh uh feed and then everything else that's in, in the Ban Mi but in a panini. Pickled so, vegetables and exactly, cilantro. Exactly. So I'm gonna those aren't gonna be rolling out all week. We're just gonna have them on Wednesdays. Just special for yeah, Exactly. And then I'm gonna do like hey, shout out to all the chefs in uh San Diego. Um I wanna be doing like a monthly special, a toast that me and another chef like cool chef from San Diego together we design it and then have it as a special from you know any restaurant especially because in the neighborhood that we're at which is um North Park mm-hmm. that's so innovative and it's not only the toast that we're going to offer um uh, I went all out on this concept and you know I just threw I just threw a a coin in the air because it's a risk you know every business that I've done has been a risk but uh persistence has been on 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 my side since then and and passion, you know, I'm passion driven. That's sure. who I am. I'm passion driven, and and I see life as, you know, as one one thing opportunity. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and I always will have. And and you try to see it the the in the most positive way as possible. And you keep moving, and you keep moving forward, letting all those bad mistakes that you did behind, and trying all over again. And right now, I have the opportunity to bring to San Diego my my uh, a little piece of my brain and a little piece of my heart and of my soul and. Mm-hmm. Um, to have to, to, the best feeling is to try it when you're doing the first test, what you came up with and, and not even doing tests, just did a menu. Cause that's how I roll. I, I'm really good at doing, uh, um, flavor profiling. I'm yeah. really good at, at combining flavors. So I just write and then I, te- without even doing tests, I just write and then I do tests. Yeah. Usually people taste the ingredients and then they start doing their thing and putting them together. I put them together in writing. Then I do. And I just trust my my judgment, and I do a little bit of tweaking here and then. Well, you know, I was just kind of looking through your menu earlier than this, and then, and then that's what I saw on it. I saw flavor combinations that were classic and approachable, but then I saw like little things, like with a little twist that made yeah. things. You go right back to that peanut butter, the peanut butter yeah. bananas. But what makes that Thai is the Thai basil. Well, Thai basil and peanuts. I mean, that's like a classic. Exactly. I mean that that that's not reaching at all. But no. then you you so you use these other elements and these yeah. other things to kind of tie it all together. Exactly. and make it all make sense and it's it's a really 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 cool menu uh one of the things you were saying earlier that you're really responsive to what the people want now i imagine with a you know everything on bread and what's happening with people's gluten-free diets are people asking you for gluten-free options and do you have gluten-free options yeah we do we do we uh we're actually working um with a local company from uh escondido mm-hmm. um it's great. Diana's uh, gluten-free. It's great gluten-free. Uh, they catered to us. They just did like a smaller loaf, their smaller loaf, and they're just cutting it lengthwise instead of, you know, your regular cut. So we have longer toast, like a regular one. Sure. So that helped us a lot because we're going to cater to that market. And I've also we've also been getting a lot of, uh, you're going to have vegan things. Mm-hmm. But... Ugh, it, it, dude, it just—I mean, the vegan scene. I'm, 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 I'm there with Anthony Bourdain, man. I'm like, dude, just live a little, you know. It's—I mean, I respect everyone's like, you know, decisions to go vegan. I've been vegetarian myself, but oh my god, the protein, man. You need it. I need that gluten as well, man. That's just me. That's yeah. just me, man. But. Yeah, but you do have some healthy options. Of so course, you do, you, of course. So there, you, just just so there is something for everybody there. You have a yeah. glu- you have a, you can do gluten free toast, and you have a couple of vegan right. options on there. 
Or we, no? We're, no, well, we're, we're, we're working on the vegan because I want to come out with bowls. Mm-hmm. It's going to be um, Israeli couscous bowls. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we're going to have like a couple of those as well on, on our special menu. So there's, there's a bunch of stuff that you don't see. That's mm-hmm. just the menu, but there, then we have our special. That's where our lattes come out and all of that stuff. That's what I and, wanted to tie into. Yeah. So we, went, we were talking about the toasts, right? Right. And then, but you also have a bunch of specialty drinks yeah. on there too. Yeah. So what's the specialty drink menu like? Well, like I said, I'm working with something new. I just I love experimenting and... Uh, as uh, an aficionado of cold brew since the old days, since cold brew didn't exist. So I started, you know, getting my fix every day back in 2013 from Dark Horse and Normal Heights. That's all they sold. They only sold cold brew. Yeah. So I would stop my food truck in front of the store, get down, get a cold brew, and I'm like, I'm ready. I'm set to go till, you know, night comes. And I would get a couple of those, and I it would just keep me running all day. And I fear, you know what? I see a lot of cold brew, but no one's like doing anything with it. They're just leaving it. There's just this the concentrate. Brew, yeah. There's like, you know, the cold brew. There's this, is that. So right now where I came up is with a menu where you integrate mixology, bitters, um, your uh, perfumes, and everything you use for cocktails, but I'm using it in cold brew. So we're doing cold brew mixology. And then that cold brew... We're steaming it as well. So all of your hot drinks are going to ma- be from- made with for cold brew steam. So what this is going to do, it's going to give you a smoother taste because there's nothing richer and purer than a cold brew. Um, because once you do a hot infusion, that bitterness and acidity comes out uh, of the coffee. Mm. So a cold brew is smooth as can be. And and we're working on that right now. We also have something lined up, which is you know an opportunity for us that's that's really big. That's coming. I I, I can't talk about it right now on, on the podcast, but but it's something really big that Son of a Toast is working on, and uh, hopefully I I get that uh, contract signed, and 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 it's going to be something that's it's one of those things that we're going to be like the first coffee shop in in the world with with this. Stuff that I'm working on, and and that you know that by itself, and 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 the meaning of of what I want to do with this coffee shop, it's just you know it's it just a huge impact, man. Sure, that's 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 what it's going to be. So we're working on that. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yeah, but yeah. I'll well, you have to come back and let us know. Yeah, or, I'll update really, everyone on it. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's going to be good. And then um, we've also worked. I've also worked a lot of things. Um, I've did. I I. We started this business, my brother and I, with with the mostly you know humble, humble, humble side of us, and and uh, we fought along the way with with everything like we were kids, like when we were kids fighting for the room and fighting for the He Man and the GI Joes and all that stuff. Same thing, but uh, we're almost there. We're just having some technical problems right now with electricity. It's getting done, and uh, and and we're set to open, man. We're set to open. I, I sent you some pictures right now. There's a really cool T-shirt there. I grabbed the '90s. I don't know if you remember the '90s Hard Rock T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. So that T-shirt is like, for me, it means a lot because my dad back in Revolution Avenue in Tijuana, there's a tourist area uh-huh. where everyone used to go back in, and you know, the '70s, '60s, '90s. Yeah. And the, everyone would get a souvenir, and the Hard Rock T-shirts were huge. That said, like Tijuana. Sure. My father would would sell those T-shirts down there in Tijuana. That's what he did. Uh huh. And, you know, they were bootleg. That's what they're called right yeah, now, yeah. like bootlegging. 
and you know he he did pretty well doing so and and i used to count those t-shirts all the time man for like two three hours just <laughs> yeah he's like you're not getting any money this weekend unless you count i'm like damn he's like yeah the car payment's coming up so you need to keep <laughs> counting i'm like damn do you know just go getting the boxes up to la and stuff yeah so I did, did this teacher as an homage to my back in my teacher date since my dad. So I did the son of a toast with like the the all the cool hard rock stuff and 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 uh in the front. So, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. kind of iconic bringing back the nostalgic. Yeah, it's got meaning to you and yeah, then yeah, also yeah. meaning to a lot of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super Definitely. interesting. So exactly, tell me exactly about your location. Where exactly are you at? Where should we look for you at? Where exactly at? Um, 3066 University Avenue. That's right next to the barber shop uh, and Seven Grand. Okay. So we're like across the street, basically from the new Target that's opening up, the CD Target that's opening up in North Park. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 So right, right over there, yeah, there's a lot of great little uh, yeah. cool restaurants and yeah. All kinds of different stuff. We got, we got a really old, like, 1930s location that has, like, the, the still the, the old uh wood frame on it inside and then it has a huge brick wall that's like super vintage and all and then we put in a bit of you call it like Bauhaus which is geometry and 90s feeling to it mm -hmm. so we're doing a lot of modern inside a vintage like place so what so again like yeah. your max like your menu a mix of all these you know Classic ideas with inspiration sounds mm -hmm. sounds great. Yeah, so, like like one of my favorites. Sorry to interrupt you. Is no, the is the Mexican? That's the first toast we have. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Like it's beautiful color. I think I sent you the pictures. And this toast has uh, French radish, and I put French radish of it to just you know kind of like just remind myself that Cinco de Mayo happened and that you guys just celebrated. Well, we celebrate because I'm now American, so we celebrated here in the U.S. Like huge, like it's it's like it's a big thing, and it wasn't even like the United States wasn't even fighting Mexico. It was like French versus the Mexican down in Puebla. Uh -huh. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna put a little bit of the you know nostalgic, funny stuff here, and I'm just gonna do the French radish. I'm not gonna do the regular Mexican radish. Just you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, I do, I hit, I hide stuff like that always. The, that are that are amusing to yourself, but ex still makes sense for the food. Yeah, but it makes me have fun <laughs> with myself. You well, know? you know, and I see, you know, this is one of the things that uh, if you guys listen to the podcast, this is, I think this is one of my themes, and I think that good food comes from good people, and if people that have joy in their heart and enjoy what they do and are passionate about what they do, yeah. make the best food. Right. And, it, you know, it takes that that energy. It takes that drive. It takes that passion. And it, whatever you can do to keep that, keep yourself entertained and keep yourself in a great mood to, to <laughs> you know, put that vibe out and translate right. to, that yeah. directly into your yeah. food. I mean, yeah. I think that just, you know, goes everywhere. And I could just tell yeah. by, you know, the, the few couple minutes I've spent here with you that, you, you know, everything that you do has got passion in it. Thank you, man. And oh, it does, man. Everything. I try to even the time I spend with my kids, I, 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 I like I do it with passion, with so much passion and and joy in in life, and you know, and you I, I try to live my day per day, and I try to do as much as I can in all the areas in my life, you know, in my relationship with my kids, in my work, with my creativity, with my spiritual side of myself, and I just try to work all those into my day. 
work out as well, which I hate, but I have to, man. I have to. I'm getting old. 38, man, it's just, damn, all those hormones start get, like, getting you, man. <laughs> Seriously, I don't drink anymore. I can't, yeah. man. I know. The, the hangovers are terrible, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with that. You're speaking to the choir here. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I feel the same way. Well, Gaston, thank you so much for coming in today uh, and telling us all me, about guys. Son of the Toast. No, I am super interested me. in it. I can't wait to get up there and check it out. Right. Because uh, it, it truly sounds delicious. And like I said, uh, people that are passionate like you, I just know are doing really, really amazing stuff. Thanks, man. Thank you for having me. And uh, hope to see you guys soon. Shout out to uh, everyone that's been supporting me uh, since 2011 all around me. I know it's been uh, a hassle along the way but thank you for believing in me and you know i've been trying to move mountains and people just around me supporting me and it's been it's been huge to know that there's people out there that believe in me and thank you to all of you i love you and uh see you soon at uh son of a toast that's right guys son of the toast son of a toast in north park that'll do it for this week for the dime local san diego podcast i'm your host nick shinton and we'll see you soon The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.